When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. Here's the way Buy or Sell works. Uh, he is Cedric Golden. I am Jeff Ward. Five statements are made. We're not buying or selling or flipping homes or crypto or something like that. Five statements are made. You're either buying them or you're selling them. There are a total of five buy or sell statements. It's that simple. Buy or sell. Here we go. Buy or sell number one. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Buy or sell. I sell. He's not the greatest. He may be the best. He ain't the greatest. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Mahomes has a chance to get there, guys, but... Not yet. And let's not get caught up in the recency bias of it all. You see Jason Kelsey with his shirt off and Tay-Tay cheering. Now all of a sudden you want to forget about Tom Brady. Um, now I'll never bet against Patrick Mahomes. That would be a mistake. We said on this show last week we both thought Buffalo would win that game. I guess Patrick Mahomes doesn't listen to buy or sell. Um, I do believe he's on the short list of best arm talents. Ever right there with Rogers, Marino, and Elway. But Brady won six rings with Bells and one with Tampa Bay. And until he comes anywhere near that, we can't even have this conversation yet. He is great, but he's not the greatest of all time. You put him in the top. Where, where, where do you put him right now? Behind Brady, behind Montana. Um, then, then he's right there. I'll put him third. Okay. I, wow. I'll put him third. Okay. Yeah, I'm selling too. You have to sell. And I don't think he gets I don't think he gets anywhere near Brady. Tom Brady won his, he won his last Super Bowl at what, forty three? Yeah. Um I, I I mean Patrick Mahomes has stayed incredibly healthy, but I, I don't I don't know why he would even entertain the idea of playing until he's almost forty. He has let's see, what is he, seventh season? He started six and is they've now advanced to this is his Seven sixth. playoff bursts. This is his sixth straight AFC championship game. He's got two Super Bowls, um, but he's not going to even be in the top three of the MVP battling this year. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to diss the guy. I agree with you that I think he might be. He might be the most unique quarterback of all time already. He might be the most off-script quarterback of all time already. He's, you know, he's a, just a different kind of player than Brady or Montana or even Manning. I mean, he's a completely different player. So it's, yeah, I I don't even know that I put him in the top three yet, I guess, possibly. Um, Peyton's up there. You got to put Peyton up there. Yeah, that's what he had. Uh, five, he had five MVPs. Yeah, and yeah. Bradshaw won four Super Bowls, but he had to steal Curtin yeah. and Lynn Swan and Stallworth. And Franco. So, um, yeah, um, the thing is, the of the players of this generation, he or of the previous, 
He's the closest to Aaron Rodgers in Elway. He can do it off script as good as anybody that ever did it. But he's only got two. So he'd have to get to four, three or four for me to legitimately put him at uh, at three. Because if you think about it, if he gets past these two, he passes Peyton. He passes he passes all those guys that have two. So, uh, does How many does Staubach have? Two? Yes. Staubach had two. Uh, you don't put Aikman in there because he just didn't have the numbers. So, even though he had three, I, I I love I love the debate, but I just I just think that he's got a little he's got a lot more football to play, and I think he'll play another probably six or seven years, and he might be able to get two more Super Bowls. Hell, he might win it this 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 year for all we know. I I mean, look, I I think the legacy is not not to diss his legacy, but I. I I think a lot is riding on this game because if we're to be brutally honest about how they got here, it's not been because he's been carrying this team all by himself. He hasn't even carried this team much of the year at all. My gosh, a week ago he completed 17 passes. That's it. They got here because, yes, when he gets the ball in his hands, it's going to work out pretty well. But they're mainly here because they had a really, really good defense. Really good defense. And I'll be... He's always impressive, but I think I think this week can take him to the next level because they're playing the best team left in the field by far. They're playing the best defense in the field by far. He's playing the quarterback who's been the best in the league this year by far. This would be an upset. I mean, this this would be he and Travis Kelsey carrying this team by themselves. This would be an impressive road win, I got to say. I can't pick him, Jeff. I can't either. I can't. Uh, I've been wrong on Mahomes so many times, but I think Lamar Jackson and company are just on a different level than anyone else right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think he's, gonna, I think he's gonna have to play lights out to keep it close. I, I just, I mean, he, he's, he'll be dangerous because he can get away from the pass rush. But I, I think they. They should not beat. They shouldn't beat the Ravens. If they do, it's because he and Travis Kelsey just go crazy. And I said Travis Kelsey was fat and slow and going to be a stay-at-home dad a week ago, and then he turned around and caught five passes and two touchdowns. So, you know, maybe it's in him, and it would be impressive if it is. But I'm with you. I, I'm 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 selling this. He's not the greatest. Buy or sell. The Dallas Cowboys should trade Dak Prescott. Buy or sell. <laughs> Laughing for who? So many. <laughs> you gotta get. It. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm selling. Look, can you get Justin Herbert? Can you get Joe <laughs> what? Burrow? What? What? Trying to get? Who are you trying? Are you trying to trade him for so you can so you can grab a, a maybe franchise quarterback near the end of the draft? Dak ain't the problem. Dak Prescott turned in. He's gonna finish in the top five in the MVP voting. He played. He played great this year. So you're not going to trade Dak because he had a rough day at the office. He's 30 years old. He's only three years older than Mahomes. He's got five or six more years left in his prime. And they just didn't play well. And and last I checked, Dak Prescott didn't didn't give up 300 yards rushing to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, was that Jim Taylor out there? <laughs> I mean, who Taylor. rushed for the Paul whole 40 yards? Paul Horning was out there. Paul Horning, Jim Taylor. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Kramer blocking for him. I mean, 
that they made they made Aaron Jones look like look like a reincarnation of Amon Green at his best, and the Packers were running people then. So the Dallas Cowboys' problems are much bigger than Dak. Their pass rush, uh, they need a they need a pass rush who weighs more than two hundred and five pounds. Their safety play is and their zone defense is awful. The offensive line is aging. They need a hammered running back. They need a lot. They don't need another quarterback. If Dak Prescott can put up these numbers for the next three or four years and they fix those problems, the Dallas Cowboys will be competing for a championship. Notice I said it, and I don't I don't have a lot of faith in the old man, but Dak Prescott's not the problem. I sell. Okay. This is a, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but hear me out. All the things you just said they have to fix, you're right. I mean, they're, they're against the run, they're trash. Against the run, Micah Parsons is trash. They don't just lose games, they get blown out of games. All that's true. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know why. I, they, they've got some problems. He's not a problem, obviously. He's, he's one of the best parts of their team. But here, here's the qualification. The only way you're going to be able to fill those holes and fill those gaps and and get better in those areas is probably by trading him. Now, he has a no-trade clause, so he'd have to agree to it. And I don't know, at this point, he may just say, you know what, for my own peace of mind, I want out of here, man. This place is a nightmare. So the argument would be, I don't think they're going to do this, but the argument would be he is the one really valuable thing you have that you could get something else for. I wouldn't argue, and I don't, you know, look, I'm not saying they're going to do the smart thing, but I wouldn't say I'd go and swap him out for, I don't, I don't know, a Baker Mayfield. Um, oh my God. Are you, are you <laughs> just, right? hang what on. are you talking about? <laughs> hang on. Baker just, Mayfield. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Hang on. It's, it's, I'm not, I'm not talking about a one for one deal. I'm saying you move him to a team for some picks and some players and you can maybe rebuild the rest of your team. What you're saying is, you know what, we'll sacrifice a really good quarterback for maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe Cooper Rush is a B minus. Maybe Trey Lance <laughs> is a maybe Trey Lance is a B minus or a C plus. You we'll, wish. You uh, wish. Okay. I don't know. But I'm <laughs> just saying that if they really wanted to start, if they really wanted to get fill in the blanks, he might be the value they need to make that trade. He's not. I'm going to tell you who is. Okay. You really want to Let's smash things up, yes. Jeff Warden. You're passing the pipe here. All you right. Take the, take the pipe right pipe. now. Do not let it blow up in your face. All right. Don't go. Oh, no, okay. Don't go, right, Richard Pryor. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not mixing the, the homogenized with the two percent. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know why. So, I don't know why you know that. That freaks me out. Because I'm a comedian at heart, Jeff Ward. <laughs> I know all the prior. I know all the prior. You trade Trayvon Diggs or you trade Michael Parsons. Those are guys who are younger and more tradable okay. than Dak and right. cheaper okay. than Dak. You can get you can get some quality for those guys. Okay. But but do not trade the quarterback. It's hard to find a quarterback, man. There are only eight good quarterbacks in the league. Eight. Eight. That's twenty five percent of the of the teams. Eight. So you trade no. you trade those two. That's it. Who are the eight? The obvious. Uh, Burrow, Mahomes, okay. Herbert, um, Goff, Dak, Purdy, Dak, 
Uh, Allen, Jackson, I'm at seven. I'm at seven right now. Help me. I know. that. All right. The fact that you need help means there's probably eight. There you go. I would put, you I, go. I, I think let's that. Go the, let's go to the AFCs. Josh Allen's the only quarterback in the AFCs. Two is not? AFC South. Okay, C.J. Stroud. Yep. I'm not convinced that Trevor Lawrence is that guy anymore. Mm. I'm not. Yeah. They've, he's had chances to be that guy, and he's not that guy. Yeah. And AFC West, you got Herbert and Mahomes. Yep. NFC, well, just Jalen Hurts. Is he great? Is he top ten? He's a touchdown monster. Is he top ten? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's great with the tush push. And no other quarterbacks in the NFC East are any good. NFC West is Brock Purdy. Is Brock Purdy top eight? He, he played well this year. So I don't know. I don't. Uh, they're definitely not more than ten because we're struggling. To find eight. I'm selling. I'm not. They're not going to trade Dak Prescott. They're not. not. They're not. They're not going to. In fact, they're going to do an extension any hour now, I think. And they should. Give them three more years. Why didn't you extend Mumbling Mike? Why is Mumbling Mike coaching on a one-year deal next year? What is that about? What do you want to do? Are you arguing you want to, you want to give him a longer-term deal? Are you crazy? Run him. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yes, of course. I mean, yes, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But you, you, I mean, if he knocked on my door and I'm Jerry Jones, if even Jerry's even in the office anymore and says, hey, Jerry, I, you know, I don't like, I don't like working on a one year deal. You would say, hey, Mike, go take whatever job you can right now. You go right ahead. This Bells is still out there. Still out there. What's taking so long? Buy or sell. If there was a draft of the four quarterbacks remaining, the order would be Mahomes, Jackson, Goff, and Purdy. Buy or sell. Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with the first two. Um, I'm going to sell and put Purdy third ahead of Goff. Goff has been really good this year, and the Lions are a great story. And Purdy has had his ups and downs, but I think, I think, I think Purdy on that offense, I would, I would, I would put him third. And I know there's a draft, so yeah, you got um, a draft. Yeah, I'm drafting. I go, I go Mahomes. I go Lamar. Give, give me, give me, give me, give me Mister Irrelevant over over Jared oh, Goff, even gosh. though Jared Goff has played well. I, I kind of like what Purdy's doing. I know, I know what the Ravens did to him. I watched that game. That yeah. was that was nuts. I was nuts. I, I like. I think I like uh, Purdy over golf. I like the moxie of Purdy. I like the fact that he can run around a little bit. Okay, I, I'm selling, and I'm certainly selling on that part. I'm going to go. My draft is going to go. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Oh no! Oh no! I just did it. Yeah, I just. It just Lamar Jackson's going to be. He's going to be hurt in three weeks. Come on! Wait. Now he's not going to be hurt until <laughs> after the Super Bowl. Uh, and he and he picks up his MVP trophy. I don't. I can't. If I get a chance to draft the current MVP, I think I'm going to draft the current MVP, who's probably going to win a Super Bowl. So I'm going to go Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Brock Purdy. I don't know why. I I don't know what Jared Goff is supposed to do for anyone to say that's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC. I mean, every time I look up, he's completing seventy five percent. And his team is just running people off the field. And I think they might, if 
If Debo Samuel doesn't play, look, the 49ers are lucky they they won. They're lucky. They're really lucky. And something was wrong with them without Debo Samuel. He doesn't play. They're about to face a really good pass rush. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy's not a really good quarterback. I think he is. I don't think he's one of the best. I don't think he's the third best left in this field right now. I think that is Jared Goff. And I don't know what more Jared Goff. It's weird. People just don't. Not just you. I just don't think people in general acknowledge there's something about the lack of sex appeal and the way Jared Goff plays. It's like the quarterback position has been turned into such a spectacular position. It's a world of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Someone who plays it like Jared Goff, who plays it sort of Montana-like or even Brady-like. He just stands there. Um, I don't know. I think the guy, I think people gloss over the guy. So that's how I would pick my four. Golf has that golf had 30 touchdowns this season and 12 picks, a total QBR of 60.3, which is the which was 11th in the league. Brock Purdy, 31 touchdowns, 11 picks, a QBR of 72.8, which was first in the league. He's more efficient. He's got Trey Williams. He's got McCaffrey. I was going to say. I mean, uh, my it's, gosh, it's, I'd, it's, I'd be. I'd, you give me George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and I'll just keep going down. And a fullback and a tackle, and I'll just keep going. I'd be pretty good too. Look what happened when Debo Samuel left that game the other day. It was a different looking offense. They just said, "Oh gosh, give it to Christian McCaffrey and let's pray we get out of here." That's what it looked like to me. You really think if Debo's out, the Lions going to win and candlestick? Well, if they're playing candlestick, we've got problems. Um, well, that's where I call anywhere the night. Oh, okay, play. okay. I've, pl- I've played they, in candlestick. Stadiums. Uh, yeah. It's candle to me. Okay. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I actually do. I think, I, I think Detroit can run on him. I do. Now, if he plays, I think San Francisco wins because I think the Detroit secondary is the weakest part of any unit left in the playoffs but if he doesn't play I think Detroit runs on him no matter what and I think the Detroit pass rush gets to him if he doesn't play at all if he shows up it's a it's a different offense and I think they expose the Lions secondary so that's that's my qualification you don't like it I like it I do like it I I I like it but I think the threat of Debo even if he's he's gonna be less than 100 percent they go at this point, and they said he's just shoulders not fractured, and maybe he's got a what do they call the AC joint injury that's very painful. But uh, once it's hurt, it's hurt, and it's a pain management deal. I think if he plays, um, the threat of him is going to help that offense immensely. And uh, the Lions are really good against the run. I'm really interested to see how they incorporate McCaffrey. I think they may have to throw to him more to get him off this weekend. But if um, if Depot's out, it's definitely a pick'em. I'm slightly worried that Dan Campbell does something stupid. Sli- only slightly. Slightly, actually, no. I'm I'm. If I was a Detroit fan, I'd be very concerned that he's going to go fourth and seven on him or two point conversion on him. Uh, I know he. I know everyone's loving on the guy right now because he's different. He's out there, and you know they've you know they're this they're the great story and all that. I'm fine with that. I just think that don't dismiss the fact that the guy could do something stupid. It's in and you can never, you can never convince me that a team that's down seven points that scores a touchdown should go for two. I, I will go to my grave Absolutely. going. That is the dumbest, most idiotic strategy in the world. 
go for two, get the seven, yep. kick the extra point, and then if you score another touchdown, then go for the win. Don't gamble when you don't have to. It makes no sense. I don't even. I don't even. I don't. I don't even like the argument. If you score again, go for the win there. I. I. I believe the data. I mean, I know they keep saying the data. I keep waiting for someone to give me back the data. I think the data is, you have. I think you have a. If you win the coin toss in overtime, I think you have a four percent advantage. So I think that's a better advantage than going for two, particularly what he did against Dallas when he went for two from the seven or whatever. I, I, I just so I don't, don't I don't see the math. There's the math. I I just don't get it. And I and the ESPN's jumped. Oh, ESPN analytics. Oh, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Quit put, putting that on the screen. I don't care about your analytics. I just care about football. And and analytics are are overrated. At one point, sooner or later, you're just going to have to coach the game and not worry about what, what some nerd at MIT is talking about that never played football. I hate it. Buy or sell. Bill Belichick is the next head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Buy or sell. And why are you trying to fire Sean McDermott? I mean, I know they underachieved. I'm going to sell. Sean McDermott's going to be the coach of the Bills. He just is. And Bell's... Next job is not going to be in Buffalo. Good Lord, he probably can't wait to get out of the Northeast. His next job is going to be in a warm climate like the like the Chargers. or He, well, he won't go to Carolina. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be in a warm climate, somewhere in the south or somewhere on the west coast. Uh, the Bills uh, struggled during the regular season to get to the playoffs, but they somehow scrapped their way in. And if Josh Allen dumps the ball off to Stephon Diggs instead of going deep and being short on that throw to Shakur, um, our conversations are different this week. We're not even talking about this. So I think that McDermott is probably going to survive this. Uh, I think he's a I think he's a pretty good coach. I don't know that he's a great coach. They're going to tweak some things, and and they're gonna they're going to be right there. Again, I don't see Belichick leaving to coach the Bills. I know the snowball throwers would be really excited about it because <laughs> maybe just maybe they can break that 0 for four Super Bowl streak and 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 stop having announcers go wide right because that was the most brutal, ironic, yeah, prophetic ending to a football game to a franchise that's not still not over the first one that I've ever seen. I mean, it was a it was a mirror image yeah. of Scott Norwood. It was it was almost creepy, Jeff. I gotta give him credit for bouncing back, you know what I mean? That's just it's uh it's such bad karma. That's you know the guy that floated the idea of Belichick to the Bills was Rex Ryan today on ESPN. And nice. Look, Bill Belichick should be coaching the Dallas Cowboys this week. That should be step number one. As weird as it would be and as good as it would be for our business, I still think it might be the sensible thing to do. He's then going to take, I guess, whichever job Jim Harbaugh doesn't want. And then so I guess that's going to be Jim Harbaugh will be the coach of the Chargers soon. And then I guess Atlanta is going to offer him the job. Although I kind of see Buffalo is similar to Dallas that they just need, they just need a different vibe. They might need to be fixed a little bit, but there's not a whole lot he has to do. It's kind of like Dallas. They just, 
there's just bad karma there. It's uh, I don't know. They feel a little cursed to me. Maybe, maybe you bring the troll over there. So I don't think it. Ha- yeah. I don't think it happens. But I don't think it's that bad of an idea to be honest. I don't think he disrupts them that much at all. I just think those that poor franchise and that poor city is. It's just bad karma. Dallas makes the most sense. He he's not coaching there. I think the Falcons will be the destination. And he's got to get a quarter. South. He's got to go. Then he has to get a quarterback because I if he's not going to take that there'll job, be, there there will be some foul, there will be some quarterbacks available in this draft. Uh, they'll probably have to trade up to get one of the really good ones. But uh, Desmond Ritter ain't the guy. No, and he's not going to take that job unless he knows he can get someone else. Buy or sell. Final buy or sell. Tom Brady will be the next color analyst superstar. Buy or sell. I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to tell you what? why. He's pretty. He's smart. And and unlike Tony Romo, he will. I expect he will be very prepared. I don't know what happened to Romo, but he has just completely mailed it in. Uh, last week said, Jay, oh, I didn't know there's Jalen Warren for the Steelers. Was such a great player. They got a nice one-two punch. Well, Memo Romo, Jalen Warren has 600 yards as a rookie, and then 1,100 this year. So where have you been? What have you even covered the league? Get off the freaking golf course and watch some football. So I think Brady is a fit. He's realized that his days of playing are over. That itch is never going to be scratched again. And if he chooses, you know, to take this thing seriously, and I think he will. He will be the next the next uh, superstar color analyst because uh, no one can speak from from the position he's spoken of with all the all the Super Bowls. Uh, he still follows the league. He's a smart guy, and he's always kept his uh, his fingerprints on the game, even though he hasn't been in there every every Sunday night or Monday night on the radio. He has a feature with Larry Fitzgerald where they're interviewing people. So he's he's kind of honing his journalistic chops for this gig, and I think he will do really well. I buy it. I'm selling that like crazy. I think he's going to be a complete stiff. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, he's, no, he's going to be a complete stiff. It's, no way. Yeah. They, they already have their best analyst in Greg Olson, and they have to kick him to the curb because they already signed Tom Brady to a 10-year contract before he even uttered a word. I've, I've tried – you know, I'm sort of watching Brady because I think he's trying to dip his toe into the whole talk space, and I think he's terrible at it. Wow. Yeah, I said it. I think he's terrible. I find zero. You know, I find more weight when you say it, Jeff Ward, because this is what you do for a living. I, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Myself. I mean, if somebody says, well, you're jealous, you're not making $37 million, that is exactly right. I would run over him with a car to get $37 million, but... <laughs> Uh, I think the guy's a complete stiff. He really is. Um, and now I'm finding increasingly he's trying too hard. And when people try too hard, they start to say stupid, outlandish stuff that doesn't fit. And I've noticed that with him a few times, that he's like got this mindset that, oh, I better be edgy today. I'm going to have some hot takes. And they sound like prescribed hot takes, and they suck. Um I liked him on that when he's he not, played golf with, uh, with Mahomes. Okay, that was good. That was good. I agree. I agree. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. And I, I, I do, I do, I do get that. But I've, I've watched him and I've listened to him, and his. Um, first of all, he did something to his face, and so he now looks like he's Donny Osmond at twelve. 
Um, what did he get done? It looks like it to me. The cheeks are pulled back. Um, it looks. Oh, no. It looks a little AI to me. Um, something's off there. Looks silly. He is a great looking guy, and I'm not saying he's not a smart guy. He's the best to ever play the game, but um, that doesn't mean you're going to be entertaining and quirky and uh, have some interesting edge to you. And I find that he has none of those things. And that segment that he does is absolute garbage, man. <laughs> It's just garbage. I, I think it is. It's got like three minutes to do it. It's I know. I know, but it's it's. I really feel like um, I feel like he's just reading a script, and I, I'm I'm anti script, so I, I'm selling that. I I hope I'm wrong. I do, but I I like Greg Olson a lot. I like that broadcast a lot. I think he is what Tony Romo My used dude. to be. I find him kind of My funny dude. at times. I think he has the worst clothes I've ever seen on a rich person. He knows That's the game. Okay. He says funny stuff, and he looks funny, and I like it. It's different. Brady is just trying too hard to be too edgy, and it comes off as prescribed and scripted. No, I sell. Yeah. I think he's going to suck. Let me ask you, uh, what is your take on Collins work, Chris Collins' work? Do you like it? No, I don't. I feel like I'm uh, – no, it uh, feels soft and uh, like a pat on the back from your grandma or something. I, I don't need to be told how great everything is. Every now and then I'd like some insight. I'd like you to point out how terrible things are. And I rarely hear him say things are terrible. At the end what of every game, at the end of every game, it's the, you know, I feel like, oh, that must have been the greatest set of players of all time. Nothing is wrong. Well, a lot is wrong in a game. And Troy Aikman, before we go. Meh. I mean, he he's, he's at least critical, but there's no quirkiness, no there's no entertain there's not much entertainment value there. I, I can't I can't say he's awful, but there's just not. I mean, I I miss the days of Don Meredith and Cosell. I miss I want I want my broadcast to have an edge. I want somebody to be offended. The great the greatest football color analyst in the world isn't even. Um, in football color analysis, and his name's his name is Charles Barkley. Yeah, you want you want the ratings to go through the roof. You get Charles Barkley. He did a Monday night segment that was one of the best segments of all time. He he undressed Dennis Miller, which or Tony Kornheiser, which was easy to do. Yeah, and he gave some real insight because he follows it. Yeah, Charles Barkley yeah. follows the league, and he's a gambler. So you can't tell me that Charles Barkley wouldn't be the best analyst of all time, even though he has limited knowledge of the ins and outs of football. We don't really need all of that anyway. We just want to be entertained. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing about football now is because of betting and because of fantasy, numerically, you know everything, right? It's on the screen. I mean, you don't no no analyst needs to sit in there and impress you with stats because every doofus watching has action on the game in some capacity. So we have all the stats we want at our disposal. What that analyst should, what the people there should be, is they should be adding some value to the whole package. That's why I think the Manning cast is good. Is that it's just a it, it's um. It's eye candy for a game that can be boring at times. Yeah, that, and that's put what, Charles in the that's what the, that's what the original group. That's what the original Monday Night Football broadcast was. It was American pop culture with a football game going on around it. They had, a, they had, a, they had the play-by-play Howard. They had the former player in Frank, the play-by-play guy, or whatever he was. And then you had Dandy done for entertainment. And they had some, al- they had some alcohol. Go- they had some alcohol going on. They had some pop culture going on. They trashed some people. They said crazy stuff. It was like a really they good talk show. Yeah. I mean, they did all of that.
Yeah, it was American pop culture right there every Monday. Yeah, I think Bray. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope you. I hope someday you come back and say, "See Ward, the guy's a rock star." And I go, "Man, I'm glad because I'm. I didn't want to say that, but God, I hate that segment he does." Are they Are they going to put him in the booth? Or are they going to put him on like on pregame show and stuff? I I I take it that he's going to be in the booth. Um, that's I don't know. I mean, for thirty seven million, would you care where you go? That's oh God, no, because I've already got a jet to get me there. <laughs> exactly. All right, man, as always, good stuff. Later, bro. Buy or sell. 